0: Hey, podcast listeners welcome to reviving her with jackie crawley here at reviving her we pride ourselves on coming together as the body of christ to receive encouragement from our heavenly father to reignite the holy fire within us and to advance his kingdom on earth Hey there, listeners. Today on this episode, I have a special guest. And this special guest um, is very dear to my heart. Um, she is my spiritual mother. And for those of you guys who don't know what a spiritual mother is, is um, it's someone that God has directed in my path so that I can um, be reared spiritually in the way that I should have been reared on earth. So I am just so excited to have her on this episode. This is the second part of our series, Surrendering Our Idols. So I am so excited for you guys to be able to just um be able to commune and to learn from her because she is so anointed and so powerful. And I just had to share her to the world because she has been so pivotal in my walk with the Lord. So without further ado, I want to welcome Miss Dolores Hines.
1: Hello. Hello, everybody. And Jackie, again, it's an honor and a pleasure to be here with you. Uh, I'm so happy that God has given me an opportunity to do life with you. It has been a wonderful experience. Oh,
0: mom. Um,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us never... about yourself. Like, I, I want the listeners to get to know you because you're such a powerful woman. So, tell us some something about yourself.
1: I appreciate you saying that. Um, <laughs> I have been walking with the Lord for numerous amount of of years Um, and and at a certain place, but now it isn't a place that I never could have anticipated it being. Um, I am currently working on a piece, uh, I'm being certified as a pet chaplain, which is really a big market for the industry right now. A lot of people are very close to their pets and their pets are like family members. Um, and so this grief is kind of different from, you know, your typical grief and loss. I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm also a grief and bereavement uh, counselor. I have a business. Uh, I'm CEO of Consol Comfort and Care. And we also have a lot of different entities that we work with people who are stress management. Uh, we also offer a massage, uh, holistic massage therapy. Um, and things of that nature. I'm also a mother of two children and I have three grandchildren. So that's a little bit about me.
0: Yes. Wow, mom. Thank you so much for that. All right, mom. So here we are, the moment that we have all been waiting for. Ladies, get your journals out because I'm telling you, she has, um, a message within her that just needs to get out. So without further ado, mom what is your how's your story of surrendering our idols
1: um well i would have to focus on the idol of fear and to be honest with you jackie i didn't even know that it was an idol in my life Mm. i would say that it started and i have just recently found out the root of where it all began and um so when i travel back in retrospect i look at my grandparents raised me. My mother died when I was five. And so my grandparents raised me and my grandfather was an authoritarian. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very strong and disciplined and things of that nature. Um, and so I did not even realize when I was younger how fearful I was of him. Mm-hmm. I was afraid of his voice. Um, I was afraid of him reprimanding me. Um, and I, you know, I experienced a, quite a bit of abuse. Um when I was younger, you know, um, I, my grandmother was, uh, she was an invalid. So I had to take care of her at age, starting at age six, um, because she was bed bound. So I became an adult at a, at a child's age. Mm. Um, so that struggle was really, really hard for me. So I had to wash clothes, learn how to cook. She would teach me how to cook from the bedside and things like that. My grandfather was the person that worked all the time. Um, But whenever I had to be disciplined, he was the one that that would do that and it would be sometimes very, very harshly. I I mean, I was beaten with 21 belts, um, Mm slashes on my body, and um, just the way he talked to me was very, very um, commanding. So I never really knew the impact of what that would have on my life at this point. But what I found out is that fear is one of the most paralyzing, demonic uh, forces that's in 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 our world, um, and I think about a book that I read, "Who Moved My Cheese." It says that what would I do if I wasn't afraid? Mm. When I think about that and how much pe- fear has paralyzed my life, there's so many things that I probably would have done and would have been further along, but because I was so afraid of people, I was afraid of people saying no. I didn't know what to do with that. And because I was so afraid of them saying you no, know, I missed out on a lot of opportunities and advantages that I could have had. But I was so afraid to ask. I was afraid, you know, to approach things. Um, even in job interviews, I many of them I probably would have been succeeded. But because I was afraid of that that authoritarian person, um, I froze up. And so I didn't even really pay much attention to that at the time. I just kind of like, you know, glided in life and kept moving. Um, but I must say to you that on my jobs, the last, probably the last three jobs, I would always run into some type of conflict with those that were in authority. And what I mean by that is I is they would um, give directives that were not fair directives. And I would always be afraid to challenge it. I never stood up for myself. Even in marriage, I was afraid to speak up for my rights. I didn't know how to set healthy boundaries. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I let people take advantage of me. And I know now that you teach people how to treat you. And whatever you allow, you're saying yes, that it's okay. Many of those things are driven by fear because we're afraid of losing things. We're afraid of things being taken away from us. Another fear that I, I recognize is when my mom died, I was she, I was five, and I remember her saying to me, um, my diaper had fell off, and I remember her saying to me, you're lazy, and um, pull that up, you're lazy, and those words paralyzed my life for a long time, and I would say to myself that I'm never going to let anyone say that about me, so that was another layer of fear, being afraid of what people thought of me, being afraid of what people would say to me, being afraid of their response to me. And all of that started at a very young tender age in my life and I didn't even realize what was going on. But I knew that my mom, when my mom died, um, I never knew the impacts of that, um, where this fear was beginning to become an idol. It started in as a seed and it continued to grow. That seed was being Mm -hmm. worked all of my life And it continued to grow and get bigger and bigger and bigger. And so what I didn't realize is when my mom died, when I was five, I didn't realize. And as I went, you know, I'm a counselor. So as I was doing my studies, I realized I I got information on the abandonment syndrome. And so I didn't know that I was suffering from abandonment, which was also another, it was another web that the enemy just spinned me in and, um, It was another web, another layer of fear, because whenever I got into relationships with a man, whenever I would be in relationships with friends, Jackie, I was always afraid of losing them Mm. because my mom had left me. And so I did not know that that had impacted my life. So I tended to the people I would be clinging to them. And so my clinging to them was like smothering them. It smothered them and then made them not want to be around me. Even in relationships, guys would kind of move away from me because I was just so afraid. I never wanted them to leave. I was afraid that if they left, they wasn't going to come back. Mm. And so Jackie, this I this still didn't understand that this was an idol of fear. That I was serving this 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 spirit, I was surrendering all of my emotions and giving, feeding this this spirit, this idol. It became an idol in my life, and I didn't even realize it. And so, so Jackie, it just became a giant. It just became bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and bigger. And so I didn't understand that that was the reason why some of the relationships failed because I was so afraid, Jackie. I mm-hmm. mean, terrified, afraid afraid of really saying how I really felt, even in the, in the relationships, Jackie, I wouldn't speak yeah. up. I allowed myself to be abused. I allowed myself to be taken advantage of. I allowed myself not to be treasured, not to be valued, Jackie, because I I was like, wow, well, if I say anything, I'm going to lose them. If yeah. I say for myself, they're going to go away. And, you know, so I was always catering because of this fear, Jackie. I catered to the needs of other people and I was self-sacrificing myself. I didn't even know that I was doing that. And I continued to do that all my life. It was always much easier for me to serve other people, to give other people, to make sure their needs was met. But the fear caused me not to care about my own. Mm. It caused me to neglect myself. It caused me not to, to, um, to um, pay attention to my own needs. You know, giving um, palatable self-care to me, soothing my own wounds, I felt that it was okay to be, uh, to be wounded and left, left alone because my mom had done that. She had left me. And so the most important person in my life had left me. And, and then my grandfather died. My grandmother died who raised me. And so that was another loss. And so those fears just continued to pile up. Mm-hmm. But what I want sh- to share with you, that is my victory. This is my victory. It's because of those three jobs that I was telling you about, the, the uh, people that were in administration, I I mean I got I, there was times that I had to step before board, because of the things that they were trying to do with me. Um, I had an instance with some medications. You know, we would get medications coming to the house, and this particular time the medications had come, and they came in a different package, and we had to sign for them. And so no one could find them. And so what happens is when we get bulk orders, we would have the person that delivered them to put them in in our warehouse. And so it just so happened that these particular meds came in a different packaging and they were with the other things that we had to be delivered. And so I was put on trial, Jackie, because they were trying to say that I had stolen the medications. Um, They were trying to say they couldn't find them. They were trying to say I abused the clients because they couldn't get the medications. All of this. And so I was looking for someone to step in and help me. Even my supervisor, she did not align herself with me. She was intimidated by me because of my degrees, because Mm. I had credentials that succeeded hers. She didn't have degrees and I did. And she thought that I would be a candidate for her position. So she blocked me and she never would support me. And so in that instance, even though they eventually found the meds, They still wanted to assassinate me. So I had to stand up and I was so afraid I was going to run because Mm. I thought they were going to try to interrogate me. And the fear was just overtaking me. And I'll never forget when my relatives stepped in, who's like my my powerhouse. (laughs) And she (laughs) spoke to me and she said, no, you're not going to be afraid. You're not running. And I would, and fear also would always cause me to run. Mm-hmm. I would run out of situations rather than to deal with them, Jackie. Yeah. That's the best escape was just to run from, from them, never to deal with them. But this time she says, oh, you're going to deal with this. You're going to stand up. You're not going to run from this job. God is going to protect you. He's going to be there for you. And I remember the scripture that God gave me. He said, but when you go before the magistrates and the synagogues, take no thought for what you're going to say, because mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit will speak for you. He will give you the words to say at that time. Come on. And Jackie, I had to go before a board, a whole board of people. Mm. And um, it, it, I was so paralyzed, but I'm going to tell you that the boldness of the spirit rose up in me that day.
0: Amen.
1: Well, for the first time, Jackie, I was not afraid. Mm. I was not afraid because the Lord went before me and she had prayed for me and I believed in her prayers.
0: Yeah
1: but it's not enough, Jackie, just to to believe in other people's prayers. Mm. You've got to believe in your own prayers that you can reach heaven just like they can, that you can persevere just like they can. And the same strength that works in them works in you. The same God that is there for them is there for you to do the same thing that he would do for them. And so I was encouraged by that. So I won the case. I won the case. I stood my ground and I won the case. And so... But I was still fearful the whole time. And, and they still were trying to get, get at me, even though I had won. They were like, well, you know, they were trying to paper me out. And so the supervisor said to me, well, Dolores, I hope I don't have to paper you out. And so I was like, well, I'm on divine assignment. Mm. And I'm not going anywhere until my assignment is up. Mm. I said, I am here on divine orders. And so I left there. And then I went to another job. And then it was the same thing. It was the same thing, same same spirit. It was like a familiar spirit, Jackie. It was following me and I didn't know. And so I said, well, here I am in another job and now I'm confronted with the same, same spirit, yeah. same authoritarian, same spirit rising up against me. And so even in that one, I was afraid. I was afraid and uh, I ran. Mm-hmm. So I resigned and I ran. I didn't stay in that time. I felt like it was time for me to go. And then one last time, Jackie, I, I I got employed at another place, mental health place, and the same thing happened again. Wow. Same spirit rose up again, and I and I had to pray and fast every day that I was there, Jackie. And I was like, "What is this? Why am I keep going? Why do I keep going through this? What is this? What is this? Why mm-hmm. am I?" going through every job, you know, the last three jobs, I'm fighting these, these strong spirits that's in these people that are causing me to be so afraid, Jackie, I still wouldn't speak up. I still mm-hmm. wouldn't up. it was easier for me to run. But this last time I didn't stand up. I just fasted and prayed that, that the spirit, that, that person, that the spirit was operating in that authoritarian would not cross and would not be able to cross into my office. I mean, I fasted and prayed the whole time I was there, <laughs> and it didn't happen. But when I came out of my or- office and we had meetings, I would be attacked and attacked, mm. and attacked. And I was like, God, what is it? So I knew at some point that I had served and I served with all my heart because I did it as unto the Lord. I said, "It's this is time for me to go." I knew it was time for me to go. Mm. But what God showed me. When I started praying, I said, Lord, I don't understand what this is. He said, Mm. it is fear. Mm. This is fear. And it has been chasing you all of your life. You are afraid of people that are in authority because of your father. Wow. You were afraid of him. And so now every single person that's in authority, you are afraid. You will not stand up. And the Lord began to tell me, he said, this is an idol. You have served this thing and you have given it strength and you have you have watered it all of your life. But now it's time to stop. Mm. And um, so, Jackie, when I recognized what it was, I was saying I began to pray and I said, no longer will you have power over me. Come on. I am released from you. You no longer have power over me. I will not be afraid. I will not be afraid to, self ha- to set healthy boundaries. I will not be afraid to speak up for myself. I will not allow people to do and treat me any way that they want to treat me. I am deserving.
0: Hallelujah.
1: I deserve to be treated well. I deserve to be spoken to well. I deserve yes. to be cared for. I deserve to be loved. Mm. I'm not a doormat. No. I'm God's anointed child. Mm. Lives inside of me. And so I I begin to raise up and I begin, once I recognize what it was, see, Jackie, that it was the whole premise, is recognizing what is paralyzing you. Mm. And once he brought the light to it, then I knew then every time it would raise its head, he says, press it down.
0: Yeah.
1: Every time it reminded me of the rock 'em, sock 'em, not the rock 'em, sock 'em, but the frogs that raise their heads and you take the, uh, the, 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 uh, what is it, the hammer and you, and you hit them and you knock yes. them. Yes. Uh huh. Me, God says that's what you're gonna have to do. Every time you, it raises its head, you have my word and my word will smash it every time. Come on. Every time it will smash it. And so, Jackie, I was like, Lord, I just thank you so much for revealing it to me. And so I was like, and so at that last job, I was like, yes, Lord, I'm, I, I have it now. I have the victory. I have the victory because now I recognize what it is and I know how to fight. But the Lord showed me something else, Jackie. Mm, come on. He said, you left, but you didn't deal with that spirit in that mm. person. You were protected from it, but you didn't confront it. Mm. It was not enough for us to protect ourselves from it by fighting in the spirit. We must confront it. He said, because you did her an injustice by not telling her the truth. Wow. And not letting her know what she was doing was wrong and that she professes to be a Christian. And God does not allow his people, he does not co-sign on his people Mm. mistreating other people and treating them like they're prisoners Mm. and to lord over them. Mm. And so Jackie, I realize that it's twofold, that it's not Mm. enough for me to protect myself with his word. I have to have enough boldness to stand Mm. up and to confront the idol because it's only when I confront it that it falls down.
0: Yeah. Wow. Mm. That was powerful. I love how you encourage us to really dig in ourselves and find the seeds, but not only find the seeds, but find the root of these seeds and not to feed and cultivate and nurture these seeds that are not of God. And I just love how you said, um, I was protected from it, but I didn't confront it. You know, that is pivotal because I think sometimes we can put on our armor, we can suit up and we can destroy the Goliath. But until we go back and tell that person, hey, this is how you're not loving me. This is... This is how these actions and these behaviors are hurting me. Um, because we do need to go back to those places. And we do need to help teach people how to love us. But also, it also puts uh, the, the end to the idol rising up again. Because when we see those triggers, when we see those behaviors that make us run back into hiding into our idols, then we will just fall in that cycle where you, like you said earlier, we'll subtly feed it, we'll subtly cultivate it. And then next thing you know, the seed is a big giant. Um, And and I really love how you spoke on um, everything that you said. One thing that I kept hearing was that prayer you know, your idols, you reminded me like our idols aren't really going to go away because we're in this in-between fallen world. But one thing that you remain consistent in was that prayer. You ran whenever time you saw any type of distress, you saw attacks coming your way, you immediately, without a second, without a double take, you went in, you heated, you fasted and you prayed. And the more you did that, I love how God revealed those roots and God revealed what you were doing and how it was captivating your entire life until now. So that is powerful. I just thank you. I thank you for that. Um, And I just have to like, I have to get you to um, tell us Because you said something earlier about you didn't do the things. You didn't go after um, the ministry, the ministries that God birthed inside of you due to fear. What is God doing through you now that at one point you started it and then you laid it down? But now, after really conquering the idol of fear, now you're able to pick it back up and. really go forth with, with the father?
1: Well, you know, basically, you know, in my careers, you know, I would start, I would start and not finish, just start and not finish. But I have learned now that my reward is finishing.
0: (laughs) Amen.
1: My reward is finishing. So like, even with the business, now when God gives me an idea, I'm determined. To finish it. I mean, like, even with this business, console, comfort, and care, God gave me that. He birthed that in me, and I carried yeah. it out. I carried it out, even with music. Um, you know, other, there are a lot of singers in the world, yeah. but they have talents, but they don't carry them out. And one thing that uh, Chad with Boseman said that I thought was remarkable he said, When I die, I don't want to die with any talent still left mm. in me. Come on. And that's how I feel. I don't want to die with any talent still left in me, with any ministry still left with me, to be impregnated with something and not give birth to it. Because yeah. I realized that it's not just for me. It is for others to see yeah. me persevere, to see me conquer, to see me tr- be triumphant. And they they are sharpened by that. They are yeah. encouraged by that. They are strengthened by that. And so now I am in a place that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me according to the power that works in me, God can do it through me. And I, I realize that it's not me. Yes. I realize that that the pivotal thing in this moment is that the most powerful thing that God has given me is to yield. Mm. That's the most powerful word. The work, the finished work of Jesus Christ has already been established. Yeah. And all God is asking us to do is one thing and that's to yield. Yeah. And if you yield to him, he will do, he will finish the work. He said, he that began a good work in us yes. is faithful to complete it. And so the only thing that we have to do is say yes. Yeah. Just yield and say yes. The devil is going to fight your yes. He's going to try to fight your yes. But I'm telling you, when you really surrender your yes to him, God will capture your yes and he will run the race for you. Yes. Through you. He will run the race through you and you will finish. You will get through the finish line. All you have to do is just to yield and say, God, I say, yes, I say, I trust you. I yield to you. And I, and I believe you're going to finish this work that you started in me because it's not about me. It's about you being glorified.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. So what are you guys, what are you and the Lord working on now?
1: Well, right now we're working on marketing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God is connecting me with resources for this business to grow the business and bring awareness to it. Um, and so that's where I am right now. Um, I just, oh, and also I want to say that there are some things that uh, some ministries, some callings, some uh, uh, um, talents that we have, and we may have tried it before. Yeah. But Jackie, this is the season that God is saying, do it again. Do it again. Do it again, launch it again,
0: yes. launch
1: it again, because in this season where it didn't soar then,
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh, it's going to soar now. Yes. So my encouragement to everyone is to do it again. Yes. Do it again yes. and watch and see what God's gonna do.
0: Yes, that is awesome. I absolutely love it. Do it again. Um, and so with that being said, what did you guys just launch, you and the Lord? What is what just dropped yeah. that we want to let everyone know <laughs> what you've been working on? Because like, yeah. you said do it again, so this is a great example of how you're doing it again.
1: It is. Um, I, you know, I had wrote a song and um, with the help of some other people, it's called the Favor of God, and I launched it uh, a little while back, and it it didn't. It didn't soar at that time. I mean, I did it. Um, And then I just kind of like put it on the shelf. Yeah. I said, well. I said, I'm waiting on you to do what you need to do because I've done all I can do. And so I put it on the shelf and my aunt just kept, she just kept encouraging me. You need to put it back out. there. You need to put it back out there.
0: Yeah.
1: I said, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it, so I didn't move. And Jackie, about I guess about a month ago, the Lord woke me up and said, Go and get your CD and play it. And mm. it's called Favor of God. And I played it. And I usually am not attracted to my own music. Yeah. But this particular time, the spirit of the Lord just visited me with that mm. song. And he said, Now I want you to do it again.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: He said, "Launch it again and watch and see what I'm going to do." So he told me the people to contact, and I did that. And so now I have released it again. It's on iTunes. It's on Apple Music. It's on um, Twitter and Facebook. It's on. It's in Amazon on stores. I mean, just all mostly all of the platforms. It is. It is out there. Yeah. Um, the thing about it that I love about it is because it's in the right season. Yeah. Because if there ever was a time that we need to know. That we have the favor of God, it is now, and that he will give us beauty for ashes, oil for mourning, and the garment of praise for the yes. spirit of happiness, because he believes in us. Yes. Believes in, and his favor is on us. We got the favor of God. Come and on. And it's burning. Like it's on us like a burning flame. It's not fair, but it's yes. given. Amen. I've been chosen by the king. I've got yes. the favor of God, and so do you
0: yes that is so good mom i love that yeah i remember you sending it to me and i played it and um i I played it on spotify and it was absolutely a right on time song and i can agree with you i think um in every season in any wherever you find yourself like this song favor of god is such an encouraging song Because we need that reminder of who we are, no matter what we're going through, whether we're on the mountaintop or in the valley. And I feel like this song meets you just where you're at, because it's a good praiseworthy song where when you're on the mountaintop, you just hit that song, Favor of God by Dolores Hines, and you are dancing buck wild with the Father, but also... um, when I was going through a a tough time and I just needed encouragement, I just needed to know like, Daddy, are you here? And I played that song and um, it just resonated with me and it reminded me and it allowed me to get it back up again and put on my armor and fight for my identity. So um, if you guys haven't listened to it, I encourage all listeners to go and download um, Favor of God by Dolores Hines. Um, I know she's working on an album, so. You'll get um, if you subscribe to wherever you download it, you'll be able to see the new songs that come um, that she gets that she'll put out there. So if you haven't, please check it out and we'll have all the links on our website. And we'll also have it on our Facebook community group, Reviving Her. Wow. Thank you so much, Mom, for have, for coming on and you bless me. And I know you've blessed a thousand women out there. So If you don't mind, could you do us all a favor and just pray over us in this season of surrendering our idols? Yes.
1: Dear Father, we just thank you today for another opportunity, Lord, to do it again. We thank you for another opportunity to surrender again, another opportunity to love on you again. Father, it is so important that we know in this hour that we have the favor of God, that you love us so much. We are so dear to you. We're so near to your heart and you want to do magnificent things in and through us. And so, Father, whatever is inhibiting us from being able to totally surrender every idol, every thought, every imagination that does not glorify you, Father, we thank you that you and the Holy Spirit is our helper. We yes. thank you that he helps us to do it. He shows us how to do it. He nudges us and lets us know, okay, this thing is raising its head again. Okay, this is a familiar spirit. Oh, it's been walking around and it's been knowing you all of your life. But now it is your opportunity through the power of God to cancel its assignment. And so, yes. Father, we thank you that every assignment of fear that is paralyzing your people, God, it is it is put to naught right now We thank you, Father, that you don't want us to be in fear, but you've told us you've not given us the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. And so, God, we receive your sound mind. We receive the power to dethrone the enemy that is working in our imaginations, that's working in our thoughts, Lord God, that is causing us to feel intimidated, God. Father, we cancel that assignment in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you right now that the power of Jesus Christ is working right now. It's being released to every hearer, every listener on this call, God, that they are being invigorated, restored, revived, renewed, motivated, stimulated, encouraged, empowered to be all that you called us us to be. And Father, we thank you that he that began a good work is faithful to complete it, and you will complete the work that you started. And the most powerful thing that we need to always remember is all we have to do is yield because the finished work of Jesus Christ has already been established. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for coming on again. And listeners, we have a couple more episodes and we'll we'll be wrapping up season 1 surrender. All right, catch you you guys next time. Bye.